This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 318 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show, Double Baked. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are the American Horsewoman's Challenge, Easy Signs Online, and Riding Warehouse. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the Stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hell, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop I am Glenn the Geek And I'm Helena B And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show On the Horse Radio Network Well howdy Helena Howdy, Glenn. How are you this afternoon? Good. It looks like everybody was excited about the fox hunting segment coming back once a month. I know. I was so surprised. I loved all the comments on our Facebook page. Well, that's great. I'm excited about it, too, because it gives me part of a show off. I get vacation. Well, I know. That's all you think about is food, <laughs> vacation, and money. Food, that's it. vacation, and that's money. That's it. That's all that's I think That's your typical horse husband right there. <laughs> Hey, you got another horse a little while ago, and the reason you got it was that you and your boyfriend could go out and have romantic rides on the beach together with little picnic lunches and a little champagne. How has that gone? Have you done it yet? Have you gone riding together? We went riding together this past weekend for oh, the very you? first time. Yep. Yeah. And it was fantastic. Was it? it was did you really go to good. the beach and did you have the champagne? And the... Well, me being the, you know, like, worried about everybody control freak that I am, we went halfway to the beach because I didn't really know what was going to happen. It was, you know, Buck's first time out of the ring. Because he's not a real rider, right? He was sort of like me coming into it. He was a real rider. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Not like, you know, he could walk truck caner, jump cross rails type things. He took some lessons with his daughters when they were younger, oh, you know, okay. when they were right. teens and stuff. And he took lessons. So he's he got been on a horse it. before. He had horses in his backyard when he was a kid, Um, but I I wouldn't say that he could just hop in the saddle again after all these years and head out down the road, especially considering the fact that he has multiple sclerosis, Mm -hmm. which wouldn't be a problem except for the fact that one of the primary manifestations is he has foot drop in his right foot. So he cannot control the up and down movement. He, He basically has no control from like the middle of his shin down to his toes. So he can't lift his foot up and put it into a stirrup. I have to put the foot in there. But once it's in there, it's fine. So he wears a leg brace, um, which helps. And we're, we're kind of playing with things to figure out what's best when he's in the saddle. But he's such a natural, he's like such a naturally balanced person and doesn't get in the horse's way. So when he's sitting in the saddle, he's just got great posture. He's got a perfect line from bit to elbow. He's great, you know? The para riders have this little attachment thing uh, that they use uh, for riders that have his condition with the one leg um, that actually helps balance. It doesn't attach your foot to the stirrup, but it helps balance the foot in the stirrup. 
Mm. And I'll have to uh, I'll have to ask about that because they they you can actually get one, um, and th- that's what they use. Uh, so I'll have to fi- I'll find out about that. That's pretty cool. I mean, we're definitely um, like he's. Let's put it this way: Buck never thought that he would ride again. And so the fact that he did is a wonderful thing. The fact that he did is an amazing thing. And I have a picture because I'm going to show you how how absolutely joyful this man's face was. We it was he was just over the moon. And to me, that's just like that's the most romantic thing. And the <laughs> horse uh, played. The new horse played along. He oh, he's a dreamboat. Is he? He's a dreamboat. He is what Sissy Finn would call a cocktails and cigarettes horse. <laughs> you can you can literally have a cocktail party on this horse's back and he would not care. He's fabulous. He was really good. Wow. So we even had a little chat chat on the way home. Wow. Yeah, there's a really nice stretch of of soft shoulder. I mean, we have backcountry roads here in Little Compton, so there's this stretch of really nice grass on the way back and um, as, as we go by a Christmas tree farm of all things. Hmm. And I said, he's like, I'm doing really good. He's like, you know, if you want to go a little faster, we can. And I turned around and I was like, really? You want to have a little trot trot? He was like, yeah. So we did. We trotted for quite a while. It was great. Yay for you guys. I know. It was That's really so wonderful. Cool. Isn't it neat when you finally get two horses and you go out together? <laughs> it seems to take forever to get to that point. But <laughs> Oh, I know. And you know what? We are two peas in a pod. We are exactly alike. He's like Helena in men's clothing, I swear. <laughs> and so we're on the, we're, you know, we're riding and we're like, what do you think of that? And I think of this. And overanalyzing everything and just having the best time. So it was really way beyond our expectations. Yay. I know it's neat too. I, I, you know, I'm thoroughly enjoying having the cart and being able to go out with Jennifer now and go on rides around the around the neighborhood, and she's riding her horse and I'm in the cart, or she goes in the cart with me. Either way, and, you know, that is one advantage to driving is you can bring people. You know, that uh, and it's why a lot of people get into driving is because they can bring friends along in the carriage. Um, but it's very it is, social. I know it is, and you know it is fun to go out. I know exactly what you're talking about because it's the same with Jennifer and I. We actually get to go out together now. So I, I get it. Good for you. I'm so happy. Thank you. That's very good. <clears throat> well, we have a good show planned for today. We have a lot of things going on, as usual. Every week we go, oh, what are we going to do next week? We have no idea, and then we have 12 things we have to get to. So we have Kat from Eat Your Tart Out, and she's going to give us another a recipe uh, for horse, horse people. And then coming up, we have Michaela and Amanda Lane of Double Lane Horsemanship. They're young sisters who are competing in the Horsewoman's Challenge coming up in Oklahoma. And we're going to talk to them about, uh, about what they're up to. I think they're the only sisters in the competition out of 40 women. And then uh, after that, we had a chance to catch up with Angela Walkup, and you might know that name, Horse Girl TV. And the, really, the one who led the way for for all of uh, us in new media in the horse world. She was the first, I believe. And we, she's in Europe right now. And uh, Helena and I had a chance to chat with her and have some fun with Angela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have uh, a recording that we did at the American Equestrian Trade Association uh, with Lisa Welsh of Lisa Welsh Designs about horse jewelry, which is not something we talk about too often. And that'll be our Tack and Habit segment brought to you by Riding Warehouse later in the show. So we better get started because we have a ton to do. 
All right, let's get started with Kat from Eat Your Tart Out with our horse person friendly recipe of the month. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Welcome back, Kat. Well, hey, guys. How's it going? I can make a rhyme out of that. Welcome back, Cat. There's a yeah, song there, I think, too. And you, you can even get some food in there. Yeah, that's true. We'll have you to come could. up with a song for the next time. Okay. We'll make her a bumper. We, you need a bumper, Cat. Yeah, she does need a bumper. Yeah, you don't have a bumper. No, bumper. I'm kind of lacking, but that would be amazing. Yeah, we'll have a musical <laughs> bumper all about food. I'm sure there's plenty of songs about food that we could put together to make a bumper. Yeah, yeah, and we can, like, use, you know, horsey terms like feed bucket or something. <laughs> You gonna sing it for us, Selena? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I will. <laughs> I'm tone uh, deaf, but I'll sing it. <laughs> Kat, uh, what are we talking about this time? Well, today we are talking uh, everything. New dining? Anything to do with nakedness? Because no. apparently that's what people like. It's still the most listened to episode we've ever done. So it's amazing. But please it's, talk you know, about nude people for at least two minutes, and then our ratings will go up. See, I think it's not so much about the new dining more as it's bringing up things in your past that nobody <laughs> knew about and are a little bit weirded out by. So anything But apparently they listened. About- <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is Helena's turn. What do you got naked in your past that we all want to hear about? Oh, you don't want to hear about it. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we can go on now. <laughs> yeah, you can. And now we're back to cookies, which yes. sounds just not as exciting. Let's just put. Let's just say it involved four island men on ATVs and helmets. <laughs> okay, so maybe. I well, need, like, maybe we do want to hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Buck was with me. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, this was recent. This wasn't even in the old days. No, there was no nakedness in the old days. That's why I'm not married anymore. <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, we are so off track, but while we're off I know, track, Kat, I know, but you know what? We're going to have good ratings with this one. I yeah, I know. You know what? You should hear the name we came up with for this episode because coming up next, we have a couple of neat girls from Double Lane Horsemanship, and we were trying to come up with, we were trying to come up with, uh, and their sisters, and we were trying to come up with a name, and we were talking about cookies and their no bake cookies. So Helena came up with the name. Helena, uh, twice thinking- baked. Oh, double baked. Double baked. That's double right. Baked. Double baked. And I said, well, we really should be recording this in Denver then, because uh, think about it. You'll yeah. catch up. That would be fantastic. All but... right, we're done now. Well, essentially, <laughs> if you live in the Colorado area, then I suppose you could put that specific ingredient that we can't mention uh, aloud into these cookies, because everything else goes into these cookies. I was looking at the list of ingredients, and I, was, I wanted to see if there was anything that was herbalacious like that, but I noticed you did leave it out. It could probably go in, though. Oh, absolutely, without yes. a doubt, yeah. And then Helene and I really be recording this show twice baked. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of us, or any Double listeners baked? who are in Colorado, uh, you'll have to make this recipe and then come on the air and let us know. <laughs> I told, that's why I told Glenn that would be a blooper reel of all blooper reels. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Especially you, too. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> I know. That would be dangerous. All right. Well, when we're like 100, Glenn, when we're like 100, I think we should do that. Oh, that'd be funny. That would When be we funny. can't, like, get in trouble, when we'll be too old and cute to get in trouble for Well, anything. you know, after you get to a certain age, you just don't care anymore. You it's see true. a lot of the celebrities now, you know, that are getting in their 70s, they, they just say whatever the hell they want. Uh, yeah. And, you know, when we get to that age, we're, we're going to be like that. You know, we're going to be, we don't care. Political correctness out the window. Just... Whatever the hell we want. Well, Cat segment's done now. Thanks, Cat. We appreciate no, you stopping by. Awesome. This has been fun, guys. Thanks. <laughs> All right, let's talk cookies. Go ahead. 
Yeah. So I don't know. I'm sure because you guys love ice cream, uh, right? Yes. Both of you? Okay. Yes. 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 Have you had Ben and Jerry's everything but the ice cream? Yes. Okay. So it's kind of a mishmash of everything delicious, and it's all packed into one awesome pint, and you can never eat enough of it. There's just, there's never enough. And so these cookies were somewhat inspired by that. It's kind of one of those things where you throw everything but the kitchen sink, and it's just one of those expressions where there's recipes, and that's kind of how Worcestershire sire, oh my gosh, I can't even say it, Worcestershire sauce is just everything. There's Everything in the kitchen is basically thrown into that. And that's kind of how these cookies came about is that I just had a craving for no-bake cookies. And so I threw a bunch of stuff together. And over time, I tweaked it. And now they're these just amazing little bites that you can take to horse shows with you. You can just eat them out of the fridge all day long if you want to. And they're just little zippy balls because they have um, instant coffee in them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Zippy. Zippy. Zippy little balls because they have coffee in them. Yeah, this is going to be a bad show. Instant coffee, though. When's the last time you've seen instant coffee in a house other than for baking? I, you know, that was my thing. My grandmother always had like Maxwell House because I think grandmothers have to have Maxwell House. I think it's a law. Uh, did your grandmothers have Mac? Did your grandmother have instant coffee, Helena? Yes, she did. Yes, That's yes. all she drank. Yeah, and it was like watered down. It's like a watered, watered down version of coffee. <laughs> and it's like toasted. It, it had this like roasted, not like good coffee bean flavor, but no burnt. It was almost like burnt. Yes, toasted. yes, yes, yes. Very acidic, almost or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The stuff I'd have to say is not like that. I just keep it's just um, Nescafe that I keep. It's just a little bottle of it and. Anytime I'm using uh, chocolate, and this happens in this recipe, we're using just a little bit of cocoa powder, but I wanted the instant coffee for the energy side of things. But typically, anytime you're making anything with chocolate, a lot of times like cake, like Glenn, you had sent me a recipe that's your family's chocolate recipe that uses coffee. A cup of coffee, yep. And while you can't necessarily, if you use a lot of it, you're going to get that kind of mocha flavor, which is coffee and chocolate. But if you use just a hint of it, it really enhances the chocolate flavor. So that's why I keep it around is anytime I'm making brownies or a chocolate cake, anything like that, I'll just throw just a little bit in there. And that little, little, little bit makes all the difference in the world. Well, this thing's got almond butter, peanut butter, sugar, cocoa powder, instant coffee, and, and rolled oats. My pony would love this. Yeah. 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 I mean, he lo- my pony loves sweet things. He will not eat a carrot, an apple, anything that's good for him, he will not eat. He will not eat any vegetables of any kind that horses are supposed to eat. But if it's a sweet cookie of any kind, he loves it. So he would love these things. Yeah. Just yeah. You can swap out the butter for, like, coconut oil. And I don't know if horses are allowed to have peanuts. I know dogs are, but I don't think horses. I've never seen a recipe with peanut butter in it. But you can I don't just know. Yeah, they they have to sit at like... the peanut free barn. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. They, they deliver the peanut free barn. <laughs> we have to put the warning on the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not funny. I'm sorry to anybody who has children yes, with peanut allergies. Funny. I but this is coming from a mother who has gone to great lengths to send my daughter to school without any peanut additive peanut products because she has a friend in her class that's got an allergy. But, you know, it does get a little, it makes you a little punchy every now and again. So we joke about it, but we don't mean to offend. Thank you, Helena. There's a politically correctness coming out. So maybe in a few years, it'll all go away. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> when we're 70. <laughs> when we're 70 and high. And drinking Maxwell House. <laughs> <laughs> and everything but the Ben and Jerry's. Yes, sir. And double-baked cookies. <laughs> All right, sorry, Kat. Sorry, Kat. There you, you know, this is, a, this is an occupational hazard when you come on the show. We just <laughs> I know. It's always one of those things where we never can get down to business. And you know what? I think that's part of the fun of it is that, yeah, if we talk about food, all right. But if yeah, not, but see, get- the nice part is they can go to your website and find the recipe. And that's much better anyway because you got to print it out, right? So, But I, I have to compliment you, Kat, on something here before we let you go. Okay. Are you, you're taking the pictures now or did you hire a professional because your pictures have gotten 100 times better? Yeah, I'm, I've been working a lot on that. So, no, it's just me taking the photos. And so I'm, yeah, thank you. No, they really have. I mean, it, it, I was, I, when I looked at this recipe today, I went, oh, my God, she's got somebody taking her pictures for her now. Because it's hard to take close-up pictures of food and get them to look appetizing. It's so hard. And that's a lot of, like, the stuff I've been reading. A lot of people will put in, like, fake things that aren't necessarily edible to, like, jazz it up. And I'm like, no, I want to show the food as it is. And some stuff I just – and I feel bad because I haven't posted a whole lot of new recipes. But I'm setting, like, the bar. And I don't want to, like, fall below it. Like, I really want to stay above it if I can. And it's really hard to shoot some things. So, yeah, I mean – in this recipe, like, for example, using just some little coconut shreds or coconut powder on the outside of the cookies made the world of difference from it looking like a turd to it looking really edible. So <laughs> you learn little things like that. But it's, you know, it's been a fun little adventure. And I think it's, you know, definitely improving, you know, me, you know, as developing the recipes, but also just as my artistry goes, too. So thank you. Well, this is certainly a uh, cookie that a horse person can do very quickly without any trouble at all. And you can find the recipe at eatyourtartout.com. Or you can follow a cat on Facebook. Just search for Eat Your Tart Out. And tart is spelled with an E at the end. T-A-R-T-E. Thank you, cat. You're welcome. Thanks, cat. This week's Spotlight product from EasySignsOnline.com is their Outdoor Silhouette Cutouts. Made from a long-term outdoor durable vinyl aluminum material, these cutouts will outlast the old-style painted wood ones by many, many years. A great way to add an equestrian image to your barn, horse stalls, mailboxes, houses, or campers. Choose from dozens of equestrian or animal graphics online, available in two different sizes starting at only $59.95. And remember, free shipping on most orders over $100, all at EasySignsOnline.com. Get your silhouette cut out today. Well, coming up next, Helena, we have two sisters, and they're from Double Lane Horsemanship, and their names are Michaela and Amanda Lane, and they are competing in the uh, American Horsewoman's Challenge coming up in October, early yep. October in Oklahoma. We've talked about it before here on the show, and we're going to hear about their horses and uh, what it's like to be sisters competing against each other. And uh, and and I think we then after they're we're done with them, we can take wagers on which one we think is going to win. So, Ooh, okay. Yeah, we we okay. won't tell them though. We we'll they're both pretty ourselves. awesome though. Yeah, they're, they are. I love their pictures. They have great pictures on their website. All right, let's do that right now. Well, hi Amanda and Michaela. Welcome to the show. Hi. hi. Thanks. 
Well, let's start. Let's start with the younger one because I think everybody <laughs> always starts with the older one. And I know Michaela's younger, <laughs> not by okay. much, but but she is the younger one here. And you guys are out of where? What state are you in? We are out of um, Allenton, Wisconsin. Ooh, so it's a little ways north of Milwaukee. And a very, very chilly in the winter. Very oh, yes. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> but I bet it's beautiful there right now. Yeah, it's, it's not too... Well, today is actually a little cold and cloudy, but it's been all right so far. Good. And you guys run a... What kind of training business is it, Michaela? Um, well, we've had a training business for several years. Um, my sister actually started it back about 2009. Um, she does a lot of natural horsemanship, and she does all disciplines. Um, she's very well-rounded, has done several competitions for training as well. Um, and I actually do mostly just riding lessons. I came down after I graduated high school in 2012. I came down, and I started, and I joined her uh, business, and I started just teaching lessons to a bunch of her clients. And I, I also help her, too, um, sometimes with her training clients as well. So. Okay, so that leads to the natural question. We'll, we'll talk about your horses and the American Horsewoman's Challenge uh, next, but I have to ask you, and I'll go to Amanda now, so what's it like working with family? Sometimes it doesn't work real well, and I assume you two seem to be get along fine. We, we do, we do. When we were, when Michaela was younger, we did not get along at all. <laughs> Typical little sister. I mean, we are seven years apart, so, you know, she was always getting under my skin and pushing my buttons. But, um, yeah, we've, we've come from a really close family. We have an older sister, too, that used to be interested in horses as well. And, and uh, yeah, all three of us sisters and our parents were all a really close family, and we have fun. <laughs> Well, you know, that is the problem of being business, and Melina contested this too. That's the problem with being in business with relatives is you do know how to push their buttons. And there's nobody better than a sister to know how to push your buttons. And I think that's where a lot of times family businesses run into trouble. Well, you right, can push right. the good buttons and the bad buttons. Right. Yeah. Yep. There's, there's inspirational and motivational buttons, but yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm true. glad you two have worked it out. It seems that... Uh, <laughs> And you know what? Uh, you One of the nice things about uh, us being horse people is when you get sick of the other one, you just get on your horse and ride away. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, now tell me, Amanda, tell me first about your horse that's going to compete in the American Horsewoman's Challenge coming up on October 3rd through the 5th. Sure. Um, her name is Aurora. She is a five-year-old Mustang. She actually, her story is... Uh, we have a riding student with us that has been riding with us for probably five years or so. She's 12 years old now, and she's watched myself do a lot of the extreme Mustang makeovers and train the Mustangs, and she's always been fascinated with that. And her parents realized she's not growing out of this horse phase, and they decided this past, or a year ago now almost, that they wanted to get her a Mustang and allow me to train it, and um, and that would be her own horse. So. And back in November, um, they adopted a mayor, well, which ended up being Aurora through the BLM on the internet adoption site. And yeah, and they brought her here with the intentions of me training her. And as everybody knows, we had, a, especially up here, a horrible, horrible winter. <laughs> um, so I didn't get very far in her training at first. And then we heard about this uh, American Horsewoman's Challenge and we thought, oh, wow, this is awesome. You know, I've done, like I said, some other, other makeovers with the Mustangs, but I thought this would be really fun, something different. 
so I thought, well, she definitely meets the requirements, which is they can't, they have to be between the age of three and six years old and have no rides on them. Well, at that point, I hadn't even hardly had a saddle on her. <laughs> so she most, you know, definitely uh, met those requirements. So, um, and just starting to train her. I mean, she is such a sweet, sweet mare. And, you know, she's actually turned out really, really well, even for the girl. Her name is Brooke. And she even competed with her this summer at our local state fair and won a couple ribbons on her. And she just loves her to death and they work really well together. So it's a good match. Well, that's terrific. And, you know, I, I, I know that you guys are going to have some challenges, too. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about what you're actually going to be doing when you get there. And mm-hmm. uh, I know that uh, they have a, Hutch has a lot of fun things planned for you. But let's yeah. find, Michaela, tell us a little bit about your horse and where this horse came from. All right. Um, well, my horse that I've got for training, uh, he is a three-year-old Arabian gelding. His name is Mr. Bingley. And we've had him with us for probably about a year now. Um, he came from a standard bred rescue farm, Racer Placers, and they rescued him uh, a few years back. And they actually also picked up his dam and also his brother, who we actually also currently have at our facility as well. But, um, yeah, he came to our facility, and we were going to train him. And um, I just kind of played around with him at first, Um and yeah, as Amanda said, the weather was absolutely horrible in the winter, so I didn't really do too much. And then, yeah, during the winter, we also heard of uh, this competition, and I thought, well, why not go ahead and use Bingley? He's just sitting out there. So I decided to start working with him a little bit more. And uh, again, yeah, since the weather was so horrible this winter, I didn't really get anywhere with him until uh, we started working in April. And He's he's a very smart horse. He's got tons of personality. Oh my goodness, he's he's quite a goofball, but he's he's a lot of fun, lots of potential, and yeah, he's he's a great horse to work with, and he's been fun. So you're both happy with your horses so far? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a good thing because if one of them had been much better than the other one, that would have sucked around the barn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. we always have good days and bad days and it always seems like because we do we work them together and you know it seems like whenever she's having a good day I'm having a bad day yep. and then vice versa but it's been good because then the other one can kind of encourage <laughs> encourage the other person and keep us going now what's a day you know I've always wondered with the extreme Mustang makeover and everything what's a mm-hmm. what's a training session what's a day look like when you're training these horses in such a short period of time right, to get ready right. for a competition that has so many different things you're going to do cowboy dressage you're going to do liberty work which is very difficult to train and mm-hmm. and there's one other what's the other one um the extreme know. cowboy race yes yeah, so extreme cowboy race which is obstacles mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff right you're training for three very distinct things um over a very short period of time do you train every day do you have did do, do you sit and write out a plan do you kind of know it because you've done so much how do you do it uh, amanda well um yeah, even this is much different than the other makeovers I've done because for the makeovers, you pretty much just have your trail work and then your pattern work. You know, they have you usually do like a raining pattern or something, whereas this has so many different elements. Because even, you know, they say cowboy dressage, as we have learned through, um, there's, we've been so fortunate, uh, a woman by the name of Heather Leakin, um, who 
is the president of the Wisconsin, let's see if I get this right, Wisconsin, Western, what is it? <laughs> I, I don't remember. <laughs> the Western, Western Wisconsin Cowboy Association or something. I don't know. She helps out a lot with the cowboy dressage and she's worked with us and we've learned that it's so much more than even just your typical traditional classical dressage. Um, so it's been, it's been a lot more than any of these other makeovers I've done. Um, but yeah, generally we work our horses sometimes twice a day. Um, usually about an hour, hour and a half. Um, <laughs> cause unlike, you know, maybe some of these other trainers or, or things, you know, I, I know everybody's busy, but you know, we, we run a full on full-time schedule, you know, training horses and we actually live on the farm where we, where we train out of. So we're working 24 seven and especially this last summer, just being so busy, it's been hard to find, find that time, you know, to work them as much as we can. And we do give them days off here and there. <laughs> but What are the greatest challenges that each of the horses gives to you? I mean, they obviously are workable and they're, they're interested right. in this, in this event or this challenge or the, the, the work that you're doing with them. But what do you find to be the greatest challenge for each? Um, well, it's been, Liberty has definitely been probably the more challenging part. It's definitely what's tried, I think, both of our patients quite a bit in this competition, um, especially working with my horse. He's a three-year-old Arabian gelding. He has a bunch of energy, and he likes to run around and go crazy and check things out, and he loves to play around. So it's hard um, to keep his attention focused on me and just to stay with me and just keep working, but he is unfortunately very smart and he does pick up on things quite well so hey i I, michaela it's going to be the same way when you're dating when you really get serious with a guy it's hard to keep their attention too so uh, nothing really changes you'll have a lot of practice for that (laughs) but but you're right you know getting an arabian to sit and lay down and stay is is kind of difficult (laughs) oh yeah yep <laughs> I can imagine that's and you know that's but that's what's the fun part of watching these competitions for anybody that goes out to mm-hmm. see it is is the liberty is the one mm-hmm. it's like freestyle and dressage right it's the one everybody wants to see right yeah. right yeah, yeah that really does make it a whole lot of fun well, mm-hmm. well you guys uh, we're wishing you the best of luck uh, where can people find you uh, we have a website um, we, we our company name is double lane horsemanship um, our website is dlhorsemanship, all one word, dot vpweb.com. Okay, and we'll post a link to that in our show notes as well at stablescoop.com. And you also have a Facebook page. We'll post a link huh? to that as well if people want to follow you. And this competition, by the way, is happening October 3rd at, through the 5th in Guthrie, Oklahoma at the Lazy E Arena. Tickets are available now. <laughs> Just go to horsewomanschallenge.com. You, the, uh, uh, Michaela and Amanda are the only two sisters competing, but they're competing against 38 <laughs> other very talented uh, horsewomen trainers around the United yep. States. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you know what? You guys are going to do great, I'm sure. I, I hope you. so. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Either that or you're going to end up in a big sisterly fight by the end and they won't be talking to each other, one or the other. And then you'll have your own reality show. That's right. Yes. right. Yeah. You guys need your own reality show. Yeah, right? we probably could. We probably yeah. could, definitely. You know, just surviving the winter in Wisconsin would be its oh, own yeah. reality show. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, right. Hopefully it's better this year. You know, yeah. I live in Ocala, Florida. It's really nice down here, girls. Just saying. I bet. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Bye, guys. Good luck. 
Thank you very much. Well, coming up next is a friend of ours. She's been coming on our show, what, Helena, since almost day one. I think She was on early. Early, early. Well, first six months, I think. First year, for sure. Yeah, because she really led the way. Uh, you know, people don't realize this, but Horse Girl TV was one of the first new media things in the horse world. She was doing her videos and her, her TV show there long before anybody else had thought of it or was doing it. And she was doing it in the days when it was hard to do it. When it was hard. To, <laughs> yeah. when, when nothing was easy on the Internet. <laughs> so, yeah. So even putting up the videos, there were no YouTube. You know, it was difficult to do. And uh, she's been doing it ever since then. She's also a dressage rider, which is why she's in Europe right now, training for dressage over there. We're going to find out all about that from Angela Walkup of Horse Girl TV. Well, now coming to us all the way from Holland... In the attic, we have Angela <laughs> from Horse Girl TV. Of course, mm-hmm. she's been a regular guest of ours over the last six years. Hard, hard to believe. And uh, it's so good to talk to you again. This is, what, your second trip to, to Europe for training in dressage? Yes, for training. It is my second trip to Holland. Um, and I've been here this trip so far about a month and a half. Well, how's it going? Wow. It's going good. I... Um, I'm at the stable. I I have been at the stable every single day. I haven't had a break yet, but I'm looking forward to one day where I have no horses and I can go pretend to be a tourist for a little bit. But so it's a little intense, but it's really awesome. It's similar style of riding. I'm actually riding with a longtime student of Anki's, which you know I trained with Anki last time I was here. Um, Joyce Lenart, she's a really top top rider here in Holland. A really wonderful person as well. So. It's nice. So is that who you're training with then? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a De Balkan Valley. It's in a small village south of Eindhoven. Um, and God, that sounds so romantic. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Are there windmills? I just picture windmills for some reason. I will just let you pretend there's heaps of old school windmills everywhere and tulips uh, all year round and everyone wears wooden shoes. Oh, good. Wow. So, That's cool. Yeah, Did you no, get your first pair? Are you riding in wooden shoes now? I'm riding no. in wooden boots. Yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> no. Um, actually, I've, I've seen a few pairs of the wooden clogs, you know, that people actually really do use for gardening and such. Um, and the windmills are way more high tech than they used to be. So, yeah, hmm. they're actually so, super hyper functional. What are you riding in terms of horses? Do you have, please don't tell me they're like these beautiful Frisians with these long flowing manes. <laughs> no, Although if you did, that would be okay. Carts. Those that you see frequently, they're pulling carts, um, which Scooter would, I'm sure, love to do. Um, the There's, I think there's one stable. I'm, I'm going to go up and do interviews in the northern part of Holland, there's actually a really accomplished Grand Prix rider that rides nothing but Frisians up there. Huh. I can't recall her name off the top of my head, but um, I'm looking forward to that to see, you know, just nothing but a barn full of dressage Frisians will be, you know, pretty epic, I think. You now I have my horse here, and then they're kind enough to let me um, ride this other mare that's uh, um She's a Gribaldi mare, so she's half-sister to a totalist, which everybody knows, <laughs> and super, super mover. She's just a four-year-old, but she, I think they 
just finished the, um, you know, like certifications for mayors in Holland. And out of like, I think they had 750 starts to begin with. She was the seventh um, in Holland. So you can imagine what kind of movement she has. So that's really fun to ride a young horse and then ride my horse as well. Well, you're so. not slumming it in Holland, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. That would be counterproductive. <laughs> and what is the, what's the weather and atmosphere like over there at this time of year? It's been all over the map. Um, today, it was absolutely beautiful, like big blue skies. And then the sun's going down now. And um, it all of a sudden, boom, got really chilly. We had one day in single digits for Celsius um, since I've been here. So it hasn't gotten super duper cold, you know, like maybe a low, low 40s, high 30s kind of thing one night. But mostly it's warm enough that you just need a light jacket. But I was wearing shorts and flip flops when I left North Carolina because it was just, you know, 100 degrees and 95% humidity. And then coming over <laughs> here, it, it feels like fall already. What do you do all day? I mean, what, what's your day look like as you're over there? My day? Leave it to I Glenn go, to put it, but don't uh, you well, love the way he puts it? So what do you do all day? <laughs> well, just do your ride, you <laughs> know, know, three times. You know, what's Polish your day look like? Polish my tall boots and eat bonbons, Glenn? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I do every day. Actually, I have, Piccolo polishes my boots while I eat bonbons. <laughs> so, you know, paralyzed dog and all. No, it's, it's really... Um, pretty simple. I just go to the stable in the morning and then the rest of the day I work on horse girl TV stuff and write proposals and, um, you know, do development projects and stuff the rest of the day. If I'm not, you know, having to run to the market like a normal, you know, it's just like a normal day, I guess, for anybody except it's in Holland. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I didn't know if you, the reason I asked that is I didn't know if you were over there more on a working student kind of situation or, you know, you were there to, to ride and take lessons. I didn't know what the context was. That's... No, it's, it's, it's not a working student situation. Okay. That would be really fun, I think, um, especially from the side of doing it as a, like a horse girl TV shoot of the day in the life of a working student. But, um, yeah, no, I'm I'm riding in the morning and then working all afternoon, and hopefully I'll be moving soon to um, the village where the stable is, and so then I'm going to get a bicycle, and it'll be just like an eight-minute bike ride at the stable every morning. Oh, cool. So, and every, it's a really bike-friendly, I mean, it's a bike-friendly country, but it's a really, really bike-friendly village, and everybody's out all the time on their bikes, whether it's raining or not, so... I, you know what would be, I, I want to see a horse girl TV that's just a GoPro of your bike ride to the. Oh, that's a great idea. Because <laughs> that, that was a great us, idea. That would give us that a good idea great. of what, you know, the countryside looks like and um, how winded you get by the time you get there. Um, <laughs> how winded I get. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's actually an excellent idea. I do have a lot of people still write in and ask me what a day in the life of, you know, Angela at Horse Girl TV is, and I I think they think it's really glamorous, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) I wish it was as glamorous as I think some people thought it was, but yeah, (laughs) normal stuff. You know, people yeah, don't see the the other side. You know, they then same with us. You know, they think all we do is talk to each other and have a good laugh and a fun time. They don't see the six hours of work for every hour of program we actually put out. 
Um, exactly. And you, it's and 12 you hours because it's video. <laughs> it's more. Right. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, but you guys, because it, you have so many shows, like, I don't know how you manage to keep up, especially going strong, you know, six years in. Well, we don't do a script and we have no plan. See, Angela, if you just <laughs> do it that way, it would be fine. You uh, know what? I'm, I want to start. I do want to start doing. I did that. I don't know if you guys ever saw it. I did that like baking horse girl tea, horse girl cooks I think is what we called it and it was like at my favorite horse show muffin and I did it, it was kind of like a Martha Stewart in the kitchen kind of thing yeah, and yeah. I, I have this like new idea I don't know if we're going to run with it or not but that I go to the location like the home of who we're shooting um video of not shooting and um <laughs> well we are in Holland so it's not not everybody has a gun um <laughs> Sorry, I just went way off on the on PC level. I apologize on that. That's okay. Um, so you're on the right show for that. That's, that's, yes, that's right. Good. Okay. So I hope I won't have people. I live in Florida me. where everybody has a gun. So like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so this is where you go and you shoot. We shoot maybe there in their living room, but then we go into their kitchen and we shoot. We you know do like a. A, a cooking section that's sort of like tagged on to the end of it of this is how you make XYZ because the, the cooking was really, really fun and it got a lot of great I think that's a great idea. Well, why, you, not, why not combine the two? I think that's a great idea. Every one of these yeah, riders yeah. and people that you go to see probably has a favorite recipe or whatever. Um, and then some of them that don't cook, you could do it with their husbands. Who that's do? a good idea. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a really good idea. So that's, uh, that's something new I was kind of thinking about like because there's you know, traditional Dutch dishes, but then everybody cooks all sorts of styles here. So that could be kind of fun. And then you get to see the inside, all these, every kitchen I've been in here, every home I've been in here is really just, whether it's um, modest or extravagant, just really well appointed. And I thought that would be kind of fun to see the insides of, of people's, you know, accommodations. Now you, we talk about, you know, we've been doing this for six years, but you were around long before us. How many years has it been for you? Is it 10 I think oh seven is that eight? It must be eight because I, I think, think you were eight. two years before we started. At yeah, least. so oh seven. Yeah, wow! And how often does Horse Girl TV come out now? We're we're gonna start on October first with a content blend of the best of from the last whatever hundred and fifty episodes. Okay. So we'll pick ninety or whatever it is, 92, 93, with the, the days of the month through the end of the year. And then starting on uh, January 1, 2015, we'll go back to the 1st and the 15th format. So you'll have a new season, like the real yeah, so like we're gonna, yeah, TV. Yeah, so we'll actually do like a, a new, new season. season. Yeah. yeah, wow. They get to have yeah, seasons, Selena. We have to do it every week. She gets to have seasons. We yeah, can go on like hiatus and stuff. And then we can come back, and then people would appreciate us more. We can you play can reruns and stuff. <laughs> but then, you know, we'd have to, like, get all into kinds of trouble and everything. Yeah, and those darn sponsors on... keep wanting commercials. That's the other thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. have to go a little crazy and end up on, like, TMZ and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> if we want seasons. <laughs> I can do it. So, so, Angela, we only have a couple minutes left. What do you want to tell us about Horse Girl? I think you have a contest or something that I saw. Oh yeah, we're we're start. Well, it's kind of running. It's the the beta version right now, and then it'll be a big push in October, I think. Now it keeps adding because people keep adding, um, companies keep adding products. But I think it's up to like fifteen hundred um, dollars in product, 
It includes, uh, I think it's like a $500 gift certificate towards a bait saddle and then a free Wintech all-purpose saddle. Wow. Um, some pads, and I'm trying to think of what else. I should have actually pulled that up there. It's, it's, a, it's a heap of heap of stuff, and it's, I think now the total is about 1500 maybe pushing towards $2,000 worth of product, but then October, top of October is when that'll be, you know, what do we have to do? Can you tell out. us? What do we have to do? Yeah, I don't know. What do you think people should have to do to win? Because uh, well, it's just one grand prize. The ice it's, bucket's you know. already been done. So that's, oh, uh, yeah. Done um, and overdone. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're done. I don't you, know. You, you didn't have this planned yet? What's no, it's planned. I just kind of wanted some money. <laughs> <laughs> Shows you how creative we are. <laughs> I just want some additional ideas. Um, we were thinking about <laughs> doing. Smart. Ass. I'm not sure. It, right now, it's just laid out that you just you know you can submit your submit your details and, and you're entered. Submit your details, and I think your favorite something or other. I'm out of the loop on the contest prep, but I will have to get in the loop and and get that dialed in in the next three weeks. Okay. Cool. So send in your send in ideas if you want about what you need to do to win. Besides just saying, "Hey, give me free stuff." Horsegirltv.com is where you'll find it, and I'm actually there right now. Website looks terrific. Um, I think I had she's had about twenty redesigns of her website <laughs> in the time we've had none um, yeah. in the last six years. But I really like the new design. I really do. Um, Streamlined, I hope. Yeah, yeah it is. It, it, it is really... Super uh, clean and easy to read. Love it, love it. Yep. No, well, then even that okay. front page, that's going to be updated where you don't have scrolls, scrolls, of course it is. Because that's what she does in the afternoon. <laughs> well, you know, it's after bonbons. After, bonbons. after bonbons and boot cleaning. Um, it, it scrolls through what the next, latest post is, but I think we're going to go back to uh, video format, you know, where video is key, because that's you know, sort of the advent of Horsegirl TV was video. So we'll go back to that. Um, it's just a matter of time. Very yeah. good. Thank you, Angela. And, ha- and uh, have, the, have a great time over there in Holland. Thank you guys very much for having me on the show. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Enjoy. Thanks. This Tech and Habit segment is brought to you by RidingWarehouse.com. Well, this uh, Riding Warehouse Tack and Habit segment is from Ada. Uh, when Jennifer and I were over at the American Equestrian Trade Association, we had the opportunity to visit with Lisa Welsh of Lisa Welsh Designs. She does some really cool equestrian and canine jewelry. And we don't talk about jewelry too much here on the show. And, and But I thought, you know, it was about darn time. You know, you go to these expos and stuff. All they have is jewelry, it seems like. You know, every stand is jewelry. So Lisa Welsh is here to talk about her designs and how long she's been in the business. Well, hi, Lisa. Welcome to the show. Thank you. You know, we don't talk jewelry a whole lot, yet when you go to expos and things, you'll see 25% of the stands there are jewelry. Very true. I always wondered this because uh, the horse girls I know don't end up wearing a lot of jewelry when I see them because I see them at the barn and I see them, you know, I see them at shows and that kind of thing. But yet, Horse girls must buy jewelry or there wouldn't be 25% of the stands there. They do. There. They do buy jewelry, and they buy a lot of it for gifts also. Is there, 
is there a specific niche of horse girl that you see buying jewelry or is it all of them? You know, uh, there is. I mean, there's definitely uh, different categories for who buys the different uh, horse styles of jewelry. I would say for us, uh, our niche is pretty much uh, a wide range because our designs are very simple. They're very understated. And they have a nice, uh, classic, everyday look about them. So they really appeal to a very young girl or older ladies that uh, are a little more traditional. So if you drive a mini or a minivan, either way, you can... Exactly. You can the, okay, exactly. got it. Exactly. Don't look now, but I think Jennifer's stealing that necklace off that <laughs> we're, we have right here. Because uh, you keep an eye on that because you might not be leaving with it. Now, you have some samples here, and but what, first I want to find out a little bit about you. You design all the jewelry for Lisa yes. Welsh Designs, right? Yes, I have designed jewelry for almost 30 years. Oh, really? I've been in the jewelry industry, yes. I've worked for independently owned uh, ju- uh, jewelry r- retailers in Ohio. And so eight, a retailer would come ago. to you and say, we want, uh, we want to come out with uh, these diamond rings that are similar to this, and you'll design them for them. Right, okay. right. Uh, I've always been in the design and manufacturing you know, uh, end of it, as well as sales. Okay, so course. now i got a technical question. I'm yes. a geek, so i got sure. a technical question for you. In the old days, did you sit down and draw, and then you showed them drawings? Do you use CAD programs it's now? Actually, it's actually how I still do it. Oh, um, you still sit down a and lot draw? Of companies do use computer generated illustrations but how I was trained and what I still do is I do illustration and rendering because actually art is my background so when I started I did the illustrations but I still do uh, illustrations their exact scale and dimension and then you show the customer and it really gives them uh, an idea of what the piece is going to look like and then the jeweler takes my rendering uh, and then will create the piece from the drawing you know what I'm thinking of don't you what's that car, uh, car restoration show with Chip Foose of Foose Designs, where he sits and draws the car exactly like it's going to look oh, when he's done yeah. with it. That's right. what I'm picturing is you yes. sitting there doing yeah. that. And that's pretty much what we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I do. Yeah, huh. exactly. You need a TV show. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. She's easy to get along with. <laughs> what has, you know, so you've been doing this for a lot of years, and now you're into the equestrian world. I've been doing that for eight years. Yes. And what? Is there a trend? Are there trends in horse jewelry, or is it? You know, there is, and and I don't, you know, I don't want to leave out our dog people. Oh because yeah, because you have a lot of dog designs here. I will here. tell you that eight years ago, I the the beginning of the collection was dog, because I realized eight years ago there was a big hole in the market for really upscale dog themed jewelry. Now horse jewelry has been around for a very long time. Right. You know, I mean, you've seen a lot of antique pieces, but dog jewelry, you're like dog jewelry like dog theme meaning uh we do a really cool uh bone ring it's like it looks like i was that's the one jennifer was just playing with (laughs) it's really simple we do paw print uh necklaces and earrings but when you think of that you think oh that's kind of cutesy and i don't know if i would wear that but actually when you see the collection i always tell people well if if my collection was if, if it were in tiffany's it would blend in with the entire store because it is very simple and it is sophisticated it, it doesn't it's scream dog looking. right and yeah. it appeals to the uh more fashion savvy dog and horse lover that loves jewelry because right. there really isn't anything out there that fits that uh that niche uh, of the market so um when i created the dog collection and it grew i realized a lot of my dog show customers were also horse show people and they begged me to create horse designs that are like my dog designs. So it is a crossover with the dog and the horse people. 
Uh, but the horse line has really taken off, too, because it is a little bit different than what you normally see. I was just going to say that. You go to any of these, and you'll, you'll see uh, horseshoes after horseshoes after horseshoes after horseshoes, and you tend to go away from that and make them a little more art. Your designs are a little more artsy. Then, yes, yeah. and you really have to feel you, uh, like the you'd more see in a boutique than than yes. than Walmart. Right, right. exactly. It's uh, everything is very simple. It's very understated, but it definitely has a sophisticated style about it. A lot of horse jewelry that you see is kind of juvenile looking, or it's yep. so much design. Like it's nice, but maybe you wouldn't wear it all the time. What we find our customers that collect our designs, they wear it every day because it blends in with what you would already wear. Right. As far there, as there, there's the under 21 jewelry, and then there's the go on a cruise jewelry. Right, right. And there was a big gap in the middle. Yes. yes. I, I can totally see how you would want to call this every day because it's pretty, but you wouldn't feel uncomfortable driving the minivan, going to the barn, right. uh, running your chores, folding laundry, and it wouldn't look out of place at all. You wouldn't look like you're, why are you wearing that? You look like you're getting ready to go on a cruise. Exactly. Is it a dumb all. question to ask if it's durable? It's very durable, and that's a okay. smart question to ask. And actually, how do you know you though this, when you buy jewelry here, well, what's going to be durable or not? What's that feel like? Well, she just gave me a ring here, and it's very heavy. It's solid, and that's yeah. the key. We do not hollow out any of our pieces. Is that what they do? They do, and that's basically to save on the weight, which saves mm -hmm. on the cost. But feel this. Oh wow! This it is makes even, me think of stainless steel. It's that heavy. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. has a nice uh, feel to it, but it's also it's Ooh, the, finished. The chain is lovely. Yeah, it's finished. <laughs> it's finished beautifully. Mm -hmm. yeah. wow. So it's very soft. It's but most importantly, it's comfortable and it is extremely durable. Mm -hmm. Wow. Hey, ladies, just noticed I asked intelligent questions about jewelry. <laughs> Take note of that. Yeah, Mark yes. it down on your this calendar. This be a first. <laughs> now, this little guy over here I was playing with. This Tell is, us about that. This is really cool, and if you go to the website, you'll see these, too. This uh, is These are our leather bracelets, and what's really neat about these, and I've got one on, it's just a simple leather bracelet. The buckle goes on top, and then we can attach any of our pendants to the front here on this loop. So it's just a really cool leather bracelet with a pendant that hangs kind of like a charm bracelet. And so I have on the black leather. It's very soft with the English stirrup, which is really cool. Uh, this is solid sterling silver. But we also, we do something different. We apply rhodium to the silver, which prevents tarnishing. <gasps> And I so a like lot that. of people kind of, you know, they're afraid of silver. So it's not going to look like my grandmother's tea set? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Right. And it's I love stay. that Western syrup. That is too freaking adorable. This, I got to tell you, is a hot seller. This I is, look at, is. The, uh, look at the detail on that, that. Yes, exactly. It's incredible. It's, it's sophisticated. Tiny, has the uh, turquoise cabochons. turquoise mm -hmm. in there. Uh, this is a really great piece. This can also be worn as a necklace, and we also now have, uh, which are new, the earrings that match. Uh, and so, for instance, this is uh, 225 is the retail for the pendant, and then 30 for the uh, leather bracelet. So it's it's extremely high quality. Oh, that's but like it's a really nicely. fancy tooled leather uh, uh, tooled stirrup. stirrup iron. Yeah, yeah, tooled stirrup tooled, iron. Tooled Western stirrup, like yeah. you haven't seen the show ring. Yeah, exactly. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Wow, Thank it's you. even pivoted. That's nice. But our detail is magnificent. Uh, everything with really clean. squinty eyes made that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that gorgeous? So where can people find your stuff? Well, you can find us at lisawelchdesigns.com. That's our website. Uh, we have a wonderful Facebook page, too, which is also Lisa Welch Designs uh, on Facebook. 
We are in retail stores. We're in tax stores across the country. We're in jewelry stores. We are in uh, boutique uh, gallery uh, type stores. And we also do a lot of consumer shows as well, which uh, are listed on our website. Uh, we do a lot of the big, bigger horse shows, like we do Rolex, three-day event. We're always at Dressage at Devon. We do all the equine affairs. So we are you know, also available to the public in different cities uh, also. Uh, but uh, we can always just call us or check out our website. Do you ever do custom? We do. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yep. So somebody says they want something specific, you'll try and do it? Yep. Very we good. We certainly do custom work as well. So we do everything from sterling to 18-karat gold to platinum. And like I said, a wide range from $100 to $4,000. Like our bone ring here, did you see this? Yes. The, the so dog cute. bone this ring. Has, uh, That's very sparkly. This yes. has 80 points of diamonds. Oh, and, really? Uh, it's 14-karat yellow gold. It's all pave It's setting. very sparkly. Yes, it's very sparkly. This is uh, 4000 retail. <gasps> Put that down. Okay, That's you can if have you it really back love now. your dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. But you have a variety of little dog bones in here, though. Yes. They're so cute. Yes. I paid 200 for my Greyhound, and the ring for my Greyhound yeah. is $4,000. <laughs> we know who you really love. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You got Thank it. you, Lisa Welsh of Lisa Welsh Designs. Thank you. This Tack and Habit segment was brought to you by RidingWarehouse.com, your one-stop online tack shop. A huge selection of your favorite products and brands, but also including really unique and hard-to-find items like knee patch and full-seat riding jeans with cargo pockets, rigging converters, and a wide variety of bitless bridles. Listeners of the Horse Radio Network can use the coupon code RADIO for 15% off their order this month only, plus free shipping over $50 or $5 for second-day air, and a return policy like no other in the business and that is free returns for one year both ways. You can find it all at ridingwarehouse.com. Give them a chance and save 15%. Use the coupon code RADIO at checkout. Now, Wendy and I are heading to the World Percheron Congress. We are going to be there October the 7th all day. We're going to record, we're going to do the morning show from there and also do a live driving radio show, first one of those. And then we're going to be competing in, we actually got invitations in the mail that look like wedding invitations, Selena. We're going to be competing in the celebrity driving competition. I can't wait to see that. (laughs) Are you coming up? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Well, then you'll yep. get to meet Helena, too. If anybody's in the area of West Springfield, Massachusetts, what's that place called? Uh, Big E. The Big E, yes. Yeah. That's what they would know it by, right? Yeah. Um, that's the big uh, convention center right there. And if you've ever been to, what's the It show probably called? has an official name, like the West yeah, Springfield the Expo e, Center or something. But we all call it the Big E. Yeah. And it, so if you're, it is the Eastern States Expos, Exposition Grounds. Yeah. Say that five times fast. Just call it the the Big E. E. (laughs) And everybody in the Northeast that's into horses has been there, right? Because you go to that uh, expo in the fall or in the almost November, I guess. So West Springfield, Mass. Wendy, three hosts from the Horse Radio Network will be there. Wendy and I will be competing in the celebrity driving competition. From what we understand, we have to drive a pair of Percherons in a wagon and uh, through an obstacle course. (laughs) 
that should be interesting. Now, <laughs> that should be interesting. <laughs> Wendy will do better than me. She's actually done combined driving where she's driven four, and she's driven a lot of pairs. I have not. So that should be a lot of fun. And neither one of us has driven something quite so big as a couple of pair of, you know, one-ton Percherons. So this should be very interesting competition, and you can come out and watch us do the shows, hang out with us all day, and that's October 7th. The, the show goes on that whole week. It's uh, 2014 worldpercherooncongress.com. They have all kinds of cool stuff going on. That night, Helena, if you can stay that night, they have Percherons barrel racing, uh, doing all kinds of demonstrations, uh, driving. They have a big show that night with Percherons doing a whole bunch of different things. Mm. So, I mean, Percherons barrel racing, can you imagine? <laughs> yep, so, I can. Yep. <laughs> I can. <laughs> so we'll be hanging out, and uh, we're, we would love to meet some of our listeners there in West Springfield. Again, that's October 7th. If you can't make it that day, it goes on all week. And you can find the complete schedule at 2014 World Percheron Congress. Have you ever met Wendy in person? Nope. I didn't think so. Well, that'll be fun. I might even pull Gracie out of school for the day. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. How much fun would she have doing that with all those big Percherons? God, (laughs) this child is like... She would be in heaven. She'd be in absolute heaven. They're expecting 800 to 1,000 Percherons. Wow. Yes. If you figure it out by tonnage, that's a lot of pounds of percherons. <laughs> that's Just, a lot of manure. <laughs> yes, about it tonnage. is. Yes, it is. And f- considering they all eat about a bale of hay a day, that's a lot of feed. I so, know. it, you know, and, and so some of them are there for the in-hand classes, and some of them are there for riding, and some are there for driving. So, and there's going to be six hand or six hitches that night, I think, too, where they'll he'll hitch six of them up and do the wagon thing in the arena. So, I just can't wait, because you know how I am. It's my favorite breed. So, I just I, can't wait. Yep. I can't wait to go. And I never said, you know, when I left Massachusetts last time, I said I was never, ever going back to Massachusetts for anything. Yep. And here I am. Going back yep. to Massachusetts. But I it's western it. Massachusetts. It's different. Whatever. Well, it's <laughs> it a good thing count. I live in Rhode Island. Otherwise, I'd never <laughs> see you and Jen. Oh, wait. i never see you and Jen. <laughs> You're breaking up, Helena. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? We're hoping to see all of you guys out there. It'll be a lot of fun. Helena, thank you very much again this week. We'll be back again next week with another fun show here and the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Helena can be found at? You can find me at sparkleandboom.com. That's my day job. Creative marketing for small businesses. Smarkle. Bleh, smarkle. That's smarkle? a good name. Smarkle. Put on smarkle the blooper reel. Smoom. No, we're not. <laughs> smarkle and smoom. Sparkle and boom. Find your sparkle. Get some boom. You're sounding twice baked now. <laughs> I know. I know. And I haven't eaten double anything. So... <laughs> I'm cool. I'm legit. <laughs> See, that's the thing. We don't have to get high to sound this bad. <laughs> no, no, we don't. <laughs> oh, no, we don't. Oh, let's just say goodbye, Helena. All right. Goodbye, Glenn. Thanks, everybody, for following along. We will be next. Look, we will be next. We will be back next week with more. Until then, happy scooping. <laughs>